At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You ready to check your feelings at the door? Check it out. Check it out. This is Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? We're bringing you facts and only the truth. Now, Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? An early edition of the Reister or Wrong podcast today. So, Antonio Brown takes unnecessary shots at Colin Kaepernick. And I'm like, Oh, really? Oh, really? You have some nerve, buddy. You have some damn nerve. Uh, Luka Doncic, he is doing everything and nothing all at the same time in the in the playoffs right now. He's doing everything for his team, but it's materializing to a lot of nothing. And I'll tell you why. And top five today. Uh, yeah, that'll be a secret. <laughs> and Ralph wants to know, who Kevin Samuels was, now the late Kevin Samuels, because he does not understand. My wife didn't even understand. I'm like, how do you not know who Kevin Samuels is? And Ralph, is it is his 16th wedding anniversary, and he's got tips, people, and I'm going to judge them, even though I have no right to. <laughs> I'm. This is the Rights to Rogue podcast, the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Thanks for coming on. So, First thing up, first thing up, Antonio Brown goes in on Colin Kaepernick. Ralph, you can tell the people what the man said. 
Oh, he, he had a lot to say. Um, basically, it boils down to it. And it really depends on where you're reading this because it's been aggregated to so many different websites. Um, whereas you had like Fox News write an article about this and focus on the fact that um, that Antonio Brown said that they don't see Colin Kaepernick out in the hood where he, he's from. And he's from, I think, uh, some, somewhere in the Miami area, right? Liberty oh, City or whatever. Does, does, does Antonio um, Brown, with what he's doing, does he look like he's hanging out in the hood? No. <laughs> and where does Colin Kaepernick spend the majority of his time? Isn't he like out in Oakland or something? In California. Okay. So, like, yes, you may not get exact. Actually, I'll let you finish saying it before. It I is a big. It, it is a big ass country. Yeah. <laughs> like to say, like, I opened my front door and I didn't see him standing out there. Um, <laughs> and you think he lives in Liberty <laughs> City? Driving <laughs> Lamborghinis and Ferraris. You think, dude, we've seen his house on IG when he was cussing out his baby mama. He does not live anywhere near a hood. Right. But he also, he, he said, he said a few other things. Um, he kind of offhandedly didn't really focus on it, said that he was trash on the field. Yeah. Um, which is, a, it, a, I mean, that, I feel to be objectively false. That, that is objectively false. Oh, I've seen a lot of people try to make that argument, and it's just he not true. He threw 16 touchdowns, four picks his last year. He's been to the – dude, if if Colin Kaepernick was trash in the NFL, then, then what is Carson Wentz? What is Nick Foles? What is uh, Jimmy Garoppolo? What, what are these dudes if he's trash? Right. And so he also said there is no hardship for Colin Kaepernick because he got that Nike money and he took a handout from the NFL. He repeatedly said that he took a handout. And what I'm assuming that he meant by that had nothing to do with Nike, but actually the settlement from the lawsuit with with the NFL instead of actually like taking it to, to trial and making sure that everybody was deposed and everything happened out in public. So basically what he's saying is like he got paid. He got his sponsorship. He's got love from people. Um, in the league, he the the only thing that he's missing, which you know he, Antonio Brown cast out on the fact that whether he actually wanted it or not, was a spot back in the league. And then and then he went on to say like, yeah, you say he does good, but I've never seen him in the hood. And you say he has a foundation, but what does it do? And the interviewer wasn't Read able a to like answer that article. Nitwit. Read, bro. There are tax documents that are public record that show what happened. There are articles. <laughs> there is news. There are press conferences. There is every single thing documenting. He donated a million dollars of his own money. What the hell have you? I know Antonio, but I would bet every dollar in my bank account that Antonio Brown has not donated a million dollars to anything. Of his own money. Not, I would bet every single dollar that that's not true. He donated way more than a million dollars back to the Oakland Raiders. Thank you. <laughs> so, dude, the, the people who don't do always find a way to knock somebody else. If you notice, people do not criticize Colin Kaepernick for his charity work. Like, like no objectively honest person 
can say. You can dislike his stances. You can dislike everything. But there is nobody who can say that he's not out actually trying to help people and do the work that he said he's committed to do. Would you agree with that? I agree. And I would say that that of everything that Antonio Brown said, which, you know, who, who knows a man's heart if it's coming from a place of, uh, of, of jealousy, or legit criticism or whatever. The one thing that you can pinpoint is saying, I don't know what his foundation does. That's on you. Correct. Like that's, that is that that's an issue of ignorance. Yeah. I don't, right? I don't, that's I like don't, saying, I don't know what happens at big brothers and big, big sisters. Is that even a real <laughs> thing? Like, right. <laughs> I like I heard Big Brother is a bad thing. The government spying. You want to send your kids to a government spy camp? Come on now. <laughs> That's a, it's just ignorant to say like the information's available and you haven't consumed it, but you want to speak on it. Um, so there should be some criticism there. However, George, I do wonder because I it, Colin Kaepernick has done enough in his life that are lying in the sand moments, whether yeah. it's the pig socks whether it's sitting for the anthem because that came before kneeling. That was Correct. the original thing, right? Yep. And then the kneeling and then the speaking out and then the speaking of the NFL and then the uh, moving of the last minute workout. Um, and some of the, you know, the, the, there's been a million things that you can talk about when it comes to Colin Kaepernick that have said like, Oh, you, that have invited you to have an opinion or question his intent a million things. So I understand anybody who is not 100% in line with Colin Kaepernick every step of the way. And what I want to ask you is, do you feel that at least some of Antonio Brown's criticism is representative of maybe a way that some people in the NFL might actually feel about him settling instead of actually making sure that all that dirty laundry got aired out in the open with the NFL. Oh, there because he brought up the settlement a few times. There are people and, and, and I had some criticisms for Colin Kaepernick. I don't think that you should be complaining about stuff. If you're not voting first thing, I don't think that you should be, and if you don't want to vote, okay, whatever, then you need to go be the political person that or find somebody who is going to do the work, right? And and help the, them get elected and all that. So you either got bankroll one, a socialist yeah. candidate or whatever it is that you're into. Yeah. Yeah. You you have to pick one or the other. So I've had criticisms for Colin Kaepernick. And now with the settlement on the outside looking in. There does look to be like I was frustrated by the settlement as well. But the the issue is, is that we do not know. Like how that was going to play out legally. You you see what I'm saying? Like what? Because Brian Flores now is fighting to keep the case away from arbitration. Colin Kaepernick's lawyer may may have already known that they were going to end up in arbitration. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. just just because you want things in open court, contracts, uh, the way contracts are set, you are not always able to get to court. Like arbitration, a lot of times is built into contracts. And in your NFL contract, if there's a dispute, you go to arbitration. You have to file a grievance, go to arbitration, all of these sorts of things. So while on its face, I was critical of. Colin Kaepernick taking the settlement. I also understand that we don't know all the legalities that went into it. And if he did take the settlement instead of going out and going to go get 
you know, bringing everything out into the light, then yes, there should be some criticism there. But, or if the payout was so damn big that he's like, well, at least I'm compensated for not being, or that if I do take it to the mat, I'm never going to get back into the NFL because he's a dude who gave up an opportunity to play professional baseball where people thought he was better at to play football. He had no scholarship offers and gave up a chance to be drafted and, you know, and go potentially a first round draft pick gave that up to, to end up at Nevada last minute scholarship. So this is a dude who wants to play. And I think it's very, you know, disingenuous to assume that we know all the details that have gone into it and what went into him taking the settlement in the situation. Yeah. I, I, I think the one overarching theme, because, you know, it doesn't matter the name that you throw out there and they're not comparable as far as why they feel like their NFL's careers ended before. Cause I mean, a lot of people believe their NFL career ended before or, or, or that they had enough left in the tank at the time that their NFL career ended, right? A lot of people feel that yeah. way. However, the ones with the biggest public support to to keep that going have been Colin Kaepernick, Tim Tebow, um, uh, and in some weird corners, Antonio Brown. Okay. And again, I've said that so, they're, not, they're not necessarily comparable, but I think the overarching theme that we can actually see, if you want to find one objective truth about the NFL, it's that, there is a cost benefit analysis on the amount of attention and distraction you bring to the situation to determine whether or not it's worth having you in the building. Well, okay. And when you said that, you, that being cut from the Raiders was like gaining your freedom, when you oh, took your pads off and waved at the crowd on the way out, when, when you, when you pissed off the city of Pittsburgh, who like loved you un almost unconditionally outside of the, you know, you not wanting to be there anymore. They, they would have, they would have battled for you, you know, and he was great. He was great, but I just don't think it's worth, you know why you, you can't trust Antonio Brown. You can't trust him. Bruce Arians. Yeah. He's tough. Yeah. He can be, you know what I mean? Like, but if you're just willing to play football, he's one of the coaches that's like, get out of the building early. Coaches, go pick up your kids from school or drop them off to school. Either one of the two. Like, he's super easy going. He's not like playing for Belichick. The And it's, it is insane that, that you would in, in Antonio Brown would try to knock another man getting a job and an opportunity. When, when he needs grace, like he needed grace to even get to Tampa. He needed grace. And now he's, he's starting to figure out, oh, wait, hold up. I'm running out of grace. I may be like my, my grace cup may be empty. That while I'm still a really good football player, is he still an NFL caliber wide receiver? Yes. Is he, is he still one of the best in the game? No. And and the biggest problem was is that even if stuff fell out with him and Bruce Arians, him leaving the field during a football game is unacceptable. 
100% unacceptable. And no coach is going to be like, I'm telling you, Antonio Brown will not play in the NFL again. There's only the only way that he can redeem himself or get another opportunity is to push the nuclear button and say, I'm going to therapy. I'm going to treatment. I have a problem, blah, blah, blah. That's the only way he gets another job. He can't be trusted. Like he, like, like people, people say the same thing about Kyrie, but hell, at least Kyrie will show up to work for the majority of time. I mean, like it's, it creates, creates instability and chaos wherever Antonio Brown is. It's yeah, like the and I, I don't quote. If everybody else is crazy, you're the one who's insane. <laughs> and I, I don't want I don't want to write him off and say that it's not redeemable. Um, maybe it is outside the NFL or whatever. But I read a quote last night, um, and it seems to be fitting. And that's that the proud man can learn humility, but he will be proud of it. <laughs> so like. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes that pride's just so deeply ingrained in you that that even if you try to, um, try to rebrand right as as humble, or you do humble yourself, it's still gonna be it's still gonna be in there. You know, I don't know. I I I, I think he's done, but I don't think the damage is done. I think that unless he learns to accept some responsibility, that he's gonna continue to lay blame at the feet of as many people as he can w- taking as many opportunities as he can to get publicity, uh, um, plug his music, wh- whatever he's doing, yeah. he's going to make sure that he, he stays dropping bombs and it's going to keep him out of the NFL. Yep. Yep. Bro. Cause he wants to, I don't know what the hell he wants. I mean, at first he was, you know, he was with Kanye. He's the new CEO of not, it, it's a disaster, bro. It's an absolute disaster fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. 
Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard. But all right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, speaking of disasters, Luka Doncic, <laughs> who is an absolute baller, right? You look at his stats in game one. I'm sorry, in game two, 35 points, five rebounds, seven assists. A steal, he did have seven ugly turnovers. But, and then when you look at, you know, during the regular season, 28 points, nine rebounds, basically nine assists. Game one, 45 points, 12 rebounds, eight assists, and a block. Like, these these numbers are fantastic, right? Crazy numbers. Yeah. But they are hollow as hell. He is... He is trying to do too much. He's trying to do everything. And the problem is when you try to do everything, you're actually doing nothing. Is, is his stats are great. All, all of those things. But his team needs more fourth quarter production out of, out of him. And he's got to get the rest of his teammates involved Instead of me trying to make a play and occasionally kicking out or something like that. No, because those first two games against Phoenix have not been even close, not been close at all. And, and the last game, uh, game three gets played tonight, but game two was the 11th straight win for the Suns over Dallas 11 in a row. Cause there's a formula, bro. There's a formula. Let Lucas score all the points that, that, that he wants. And, and he has to work hard to do it. It's like James Harden when, uh, except for all the phantom foul calls and the 30 free throws. It's he's doing. He all- does. His game does remind me of like a Dirk Harden hybrid. Yeah. Which is like two of the greatest scorers of all time matched into, into one. It's, but he- it's a one-on-one game. It's not a. Like he's playing one on he's playing one versus five right now. One versus five doesn't win. And people say, oh, he doesn't have a team around him. Uh, what are you talking about? He doesn't have a team around him. Look at what Jalen Bronson did. Jalen Bronson is overachieving. He's a second round pick. He's a young and he's overachieving. I will I will give the Mavs credit for this. Like the team that is surrounding him might be aggregated 
the lowest um the lowest picked of any team in the playoff. If you if you yes. aggregate where everybody's draft position and you throw out Luca, it's like how the hell did this team <laughs> get to the playoffs? Yeah. But the truth is, like, and we gotta give we gotta give the man his flowers. I, I know it's easy to hate on him, but Jason Kidd has had this team playing really, Facts. really good team defense. Yes. Like really good team defense. And the and the development of Jalen Brunson is is wild. Everybody that passed on him has got to be scratching their heads right now. They just are not, they don't have the depth. They're not as in shape, which goes to Luca. Yep. Remember Jor- the Jordan moment when he would start to get bullied and then he changed everything about his off season and his body. And that ended up being the key. Luca's talented enough to, to have that type of run. Like not six championships in in yeah. six tries type of run, but but be there at the end of every year, be competing um, the way that LeBron did for over a decade. Just be there in the end, right? Um, but he's got there's got to be some stuff that changes, and it can't just be that more talents around him. He's got to be able to make sure that he can play forty two minutes and not have the last four minutes be excruciating because he carried the Mavericks to a pretty close game, him and, and the, the refs that decided to call a foul on both teams every time down the court for three straight quarters. But like he carried them to a pretty competitive game. And then in the fourth quarter, what did Chris Paul do? Yep. Yep. Well, I don't, I don't know what to think of Luke. I really don't because it, I see, I see generational greatness in him, but I don't, but like he, I've never seen anybody talk to the refs as much as him. Okay, so so if you put, ever so if you put, I don't know, uh, Mikael Bridges, um, yeah, if you put Mikael Bridges, Aiton, and Booker around him, do you think that I like? How do you think that that plays out? It'd be interesting because that was almost the team minus Aiden, right? Because so, the but, Suns took Aiden over Luca. So, yeah. it, do do I think the Suns would have a title if they had picked Luca? That uh, maybe, maybe, maybe okay, they so would. The, um, no, no, I'm saying if you take Luca now, the way he plays, he dominates the ball. Does not, you know. So, do you think that he'll be willing to sacrifice stats because he's a stat stuffer? And yeah. it and it kind of reminds me of early LeBron a little bit where like he was doing so much and wasn't doing enough. If, if that, if that makes sense, where the, where the numbers were really great, but you're, what you're watching the game and you're like, yo, he's doing everything all by himself. And if he doesn't trust his teammates to make some plays and all that, it creates a system where like they can't grow and you can't d- develop. And that was one of my criticisms about Le- LeBron early in his career. I was like, he dominates the ball so much that now it creates a place where Chris Bosh can't even do anything. Like he's just turned into a spot up shooter. And then all of a sudden people can't go get buckets all by themselves. And then the narrative is, oh, LeBron do- doesn't have any help. But you, it's like not facilitating people to grow around you to yeah. be able to do that. I here's I I got a few I have a few questions about it cuz I I think it's in him. I think that competitive fire is in him. I think he is already great. I think he wants to be greater 
And I think that he has that competitive edge to, to, to drive this thing forward. Here are my questions about Luca and you tell me if they're fair or unfair. Number one, the city of Dallas, can the city of Dallas be the type of destination that would make people want to come and be part of like the 2011 Mavs team that, you know, that, that had a bunch of pieces around Dirk, right? It also, will they want to come support because that's what it would be. There is not one player in the NBA right now, not one, not Kevin Durant, not one that would go into Dallas and take over as option one, a not one, not LeBron. He has established himself in that city and he has established himself with those fans. He's not, he's not going to take a backseat to literally anybody. It would have to be either a straight up partnership or they would defer to him. Right. Yeah. Do you see the NBA's greats? Casting their lot in with a white Slovenian who a lot of people in the NBA are already upset at the amount of attention that he gets. Mm. Listen, they love ballers. The NBA and their fans, they love ballers. That's what I that's what I know. So but so let's say that Rudy Gobert gets his way. And okay. he goes to the he goes to Dwayne Wade and the rest of the uh, jazz decision makers, and he says, "Get Donovan Mitchell the hell out of here." Okay. And Don- and they go to Donovan Mitchell and they say, "We love what you've done for our franchise. We're going to give you your choice of where to go." And Donovan Mitchell has an opportunity to play with an aging LeBron James, who had absurd averages for his 19th year in the NBA. Would have been crazy averages for somebody who was in their prime. Yeah. To go play in LA with him or to probably have a better shot on being the missing piece that might put them over the top in Dallas. Is he going to want to go play with LeBron or Luca? And what factors into that decision? Like, is Luca an outsider the way that James Harden has, over the course of his career, sort of been an outsider? Will Luca even have the opportunity to burn through teammates the way James Harden did? No, because that's not the way that Mark Cuban is going to do it. And they acquiesced every single whim that James Harden did, allowed him to not be on time, stay out of shape, all of this stuff. And I, I think that the Mavs are going to demand more because Dirk is going to be in his in his ear like, yo, bro, this ain't going to work. And so Luca has to find a way. Now, granted, I'm not saying he doesn't need better teammates around him, but he also has to use those teammates because this formula ain't going to work, buddy. They're going to get swept with this formula. They are. Oof. They don't match up good anyway, and the Suns taste blood. It's been, happy 37th birthday, Chris Paul. Yep. Um, <laughs> now it is time for the top five. I am enjoying this new feature on the podcast top five where we give top five lists but today it is top five cartoons of all time and i had a lot of trouble with this list at first i thought it was gonna be super easy i was like tom and tom and jerry yeah cool then i tom and, I got, and jerry <laughs> i used to Love watch it. that a lot as a kid yeah and so as i got deeper into it i was like damn bro this is harder than i thought harder than i than i thought 
Um, so I'll give you my five to three and then we'll alternate. Number okay. five, because it is very difficult for me to make this list. So I had to go with a five B and a five A. Okay. My five B, Scooby Doo. You had mystery, you had excitement, who done it? You know, you you had to choose either Thelma or Daphne, who was who you were with. <laughs> um and uh okay. I don't remember who I liked when I was younger, but now the name Thelma has a as a, a funny meaning to me because there's this this now woman that I knew that I've known since college or whatever. And she gave I apparently I have a big butt and she nicknamed and she gave my butt a nickname and she has an enormous ass. And I gave her <laughs> butt a nickname. I call Where's her Thelma. Going? Thelma. So, so now when I think Thelma, I always think of her booty, but. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, the thing I love about Scooby-Doo is um, they obviously have updated it over time. They keep making episodes and everything, but my kids don't know the difference. Like they'll sit down and watch the original and they'll watch the new one and they just don't watch. They love it. And, and, and it's weird because as a parent, greatness starts to factor in of like, what will my kids occupied? Yeah. Yep. Right. But so I'm just going to go from my own personal preference list. Um, My number five is a cartoon that changed my life because it, it mixed um, Saturday morning entertainment with my other passion sports. And that is pro stars. Do you remember pro stars? No idea what that is, bro. Okay. Only 13 episodes ever got made. And it starred the fictional superhero cartoon uh, characters, Bo Jackson, Wayne Gretzky, and Michael Jordan. Oh, I do remember that. Bro, how on (laughs) earth did you pick a top five all-time cartoon that has 13 episodes? You are automatically qualified. (laughs) That is so Ralph Amson if I've ever heard it. All right, my number 5A, Phineas and Ferb. And oh, I know so that good. this is a younger cartoon, like, because I was an adult when I started watching Phineas and Ferb, because my kids... Well, I bet you it was the first one that you could sit through all the way with your kids and enjoy yes. it as much as them. Yes. yes. Phineas and Ferb is outstanding. All right. Um, here's my number four. My number four, Transformers. Transformers, more than meets the eye. Like the old one with yes. like the, the deep voice Optimus Prime? Yeah, Optimus. Where you had the, the Autobots, the Decepticons. I had an op, an Optimus Prime, uh, you know, 18-wheeler that would convert. Bro, I was all in. So that's my number four. Okay. Uh, my favorite show growing up, my favorite like non-animated show was Wonder Years. Uh-huh. Um, and... Because of that, my number four all-time cartoon is the animated version of Wonder Years because it was just a straight-up ripoff, Doug. Do you remember Doug? Yes, dude. I love that. Yeah. Doug was cool as hell because I was like, wait a minute. This is the Wonder Years. Yep. You had like the artistic older sister. They replaced his bully older brother with Roger, but they kind of made that yeah. the relationship Skeeter and Paul are the same damn person. Mm-hmm. Right. Wendy is Patty. No, and I never even considered this, but this is a, bro, it's the same show. And I loved the wonder years. And so that's, that's why, uh, that's why Doug is my number four. 
All right, my number three, Family Guy. It seems today that all we see is violence in movies and sex on TV. And I think that Stewie might be the best animated character there there is. Stewie hit Stewie and Brian together are pure comedy and the and the best cartoon especially adult cartoon clip of all time is is hey Brian hey Brian where's my money man where's my money man or that or mom mommy mom yeah, mom mom mom, mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I, I will give you that. Maybe I have underrated family guy. Um, I, I, I'm, I do want the, the thing where like, I don't watch it for three years and then I'll catch up on a whole season in a day. Yep. On like a sick day or something like that. Uh, but it's been a long time since I've, since I've watched my number three is that somehow this is my sophisticated, highly educated, hyper Christian wife's favorite show, but South park. <laughs> Just for the evolution. Yeah, just for the evolution of what South Park was. It was like a crass, dumb, like animated jackass for eighth grade boys when it first came out, when I happened to be in like eighth grade. And then it has turned into like a really smart, biting, vicious social commentary that goes after literally everyone. Like no one has ever been safe from what that show has had to say. And, and. It is uh, the originator of the world's greatest joke. Who killed Kenny? No. Do you like fish sticks? Oh, I've I have no idea. Do you like fish sticks? Have yeah. you ever had fish sticks? Yeah. What are you a gay fish? Have you not seen the Kanye West episode of? No. Of, I, okay, I, then that's your homework for today. They. I have the, seen the probably, entire premise. Five total episodes of South Park. Wow. Okay. I will make a list. Like, number one, number one, the Kanye West episode, like, where he had to respond to it. It was so goofy. Like, the Kanye West episode of South Park, where they come up with what is supposed to be the world's funniest joke, which is, do you like fish sticks? And if the person says yes, you say, what are you, a gay fish? The only person in the entire world who doesn't get the joke is Kanye West. And he goes into like an all episode complete rage, like talking about how he's a genius and he's not gay and he's not a fish. And so he doesn't understand. And it is, and I mean, it is an incredible episode of television. And I highly recommend that you start your South Park journey with that episode. Okay. Um, my number two is DuckTales, the original DuckTales. <laughs> Not not this new fangled the young kids that the new reboots the two ep, the two attempts that they've made have been trash. Uh, but, Even though it's like the biggest cartoon on the planet, Ducktales like for kids. Yeah, they like is. all my kids. My kids are wrapped up in it right now, man. The They're new like, Ducktales. Oh, the new God, Ducktales. I hate it. I hate it so much. I love the old Ducktales. He uh, said, I miss the old DuckTales. <laughs> I hate the new DuckTales. Not the new DuckTales. Straight out the womb, DuckTales. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. My, my kids love that so much right now that I, I have to, like, defend it a little bit just because it keeps them off my back for a half hour at a time. <laughs> okay, what's your number two? X-Men. 
the X-Men cartoon that that was like, I'll watch it now. If it's on, I will stop what I'm doing and sit down and I will watch Gambit and Rogue. And I uh, forgot about that. I did like the X-Men. I was a big, big fan of that show. And that's another one that I don't think had a ton of episodes. Yeah, that that was a good one. My number one is Animaniacs. <laughs> what are you laughing for? That's your number one of that all is time. My number one. <clears throat> that's got to be time. why we get along because you got to be a massive weirdo to like that show. Why? They gave you because it's the brain. They gave us. Uh, there was other spinoff cartoons from it. Yes. No, it was like Garfield and Friends, but for weirdos. It's a it is Animaniacs it like, just got a reboot too, and the, and the reboot was good. <laughs> I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could. Uh, I love Animaniacs. I just think it's for like it is for. It's like a higher level Looney Tunes for yeah. like people who think, but also like really goofy stuff. It what like if you loved Animaniacs, you'd love Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's just nonsense that'll make you think sometimes mostly laugh but sometimes you'll think uh, okay that's, <laughs> that's my number one i didn't your, be okay. judge, judge so so heavily for animaniacs being my number one i just think that the, i think it makes sense why we hang out like okay. uh, um who I, I my number one is going to be one that you already mentioned and it's just because it as a dad, it was the first show that I could sit through and it wasn't hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity, <laughs> diggity dog. dog. Like, would, like, making me want to put my head in the oven. Um, and that was like, like Phineas and Ferb watching like three episodes and then your kids get up to go do something else and you're like, where are you going? Yeah. Are, are we still watching? Yeah. Yeah. And then I, mean, I took my kids to Disneyland. We went to like the Phineas and Ferb parade. Um, the songs are hilarious. Yeah. I'll bust out my Doofenshmirtz impression for you someday. Um, but like, I, yeah, that's my, that, I just, it, it will, I will always have great memories of being able to watch cartoons with my kids. Cause some of the stuff they yeah. watch now, I'm just like, Dude, no, I, I will not spend time over, on this. I agonized over this list and people who are listening to the podcast are probably like, wait, hold the hell on. Hold on. How did they not mention the Simpsons? I did not watch The Simpsons. Like, I was not allowed. Were you to, allowed? Were you, nope, okay, so you were one of those. To, right. I was not allowed to watch The Simpsons. I was not allowed to watch Married with Children. Okay. And so. Uh, my, my wife was also not allowed to watch The Simpsons. I found out that I was not allowed to watch The Simpsons after I had already watched a bunch of seasons of The Simpsons. I let my kids watch The Simpsons, and I'm afraid that, like, my parents and my in-laws would disown us if but then i do catch my kids being like over sarcastic sometimes yeah. and understanding references that they probably shouldn't but they're still like early like season yeah. six or seven so but i do appreciate the simpsons for how good they've been able to predict the future and like i do think it's a good show but it's not in my top five because i never watched it you know what i mean like so yeah i've appreciated it more as an adult kind of kind of like seinfeld i didn't watch seinfeld when seinfeld was out i've never seen an episode of friends like so you'd like friends fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, can I give you, can I tell you what the highest rated cartoon is of all time? Is it BoJack Horseman? It is not. It, oh, it's okay. not. Because that's it's, a uh, that, popular that, show right now. Yeah. Um, it is Batman the Animated Series, oh, the 92 yes. to 95. That one, I used to watch the hell out of that one, bro. Watch the hell out of that one. And there were a few other. This list for me was super hard because I'll go down the list. The ones that were very high up on my list that I did not put in my top five. The Jetsons. Okay. Jetsons. Okay. Love Good that. Show. Yeah. The Flintstones. I like the Flintstones because they would come on back to back. Yeah. Yeah. Pinky and the Brain. But I covered Pinky and the Brain with Animaniac. So um, I, that, I feel that. Yeah. A Tom and Jerry. Tailspin. That had to be like your earliest memories. Yeah. Oh, Tom, Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Tailspin. Because I used to watch Tailspin and Darkwing Duck too. 
Uh, if you used to watch Tailspin, then I know you were also watching Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Oh, yeah. Rangers. Ch -ch -ch Chip and Dale. <laughs> so, Rescue so would, Rangers. So when I would get home from school, DuckTales would be on right when I got home. And then Chip okay. and Dale would come on. And then uh, Tailspin would come on right after that. Or no, no, no. Chip and Dale came on first. And then DuckTales. And then uh, Tailspin. So then Doug, Looney Tunes, The Boondocks. The Smurfs, My Little Pony, G.I. Joe, He-Man, and the Thundercats. Okay. This is a way, like, it is showing very much that you're just a couple years older than me. Because it, it like, for my, for my stuff would be, like, TMNT, right? Like, the stuff that came up, oh, that, that was made I, I, right I after that stuff. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, too. Can I, I, I want to give you two others. One that would have just missed my list if, if I believed that it was an animated show and not a documentary, and that's King of the Hill. Oh, I, I know. <laughs> King of the Hill, King of the Hill feels straight up like a documentary to me, <laughs> especially <laughs> Peggy Hill from Billings, Montana, which okay. is like my people, definitely. Yeah. Um, and then the worst cartoon ever made Street Sharks. Never even heard of that. It was sharks that rode motorcycles, gave each other high fins, and said the catchphrase, Jawsome. Worst cartoon ever. All right. Back to business now. Ralph, so Kevin Samuels died. And I told my wife yesterday, we were leaving a funeral. And I told my wife, oh, my God, Kevin Samuels. I had a friend text me who is in the know. He was like, Kevin Samuels died. And I looked on Twitter, people like, did Kevin Samuels die? And I knew because this person would know, have intimate knowledge. Kevin Samuels was dead. And I was like, yo, Ke Kevin Samuels died. And she looked at me with like I had two faces. Who's Kevin Samuels? And then so I said, go to his Instagram. She was like, I've never seen this man before in life. I'm like, you're on Instagram all the time. How did you not? You're and, and then I was like, hold up. Our algorithms are different, but I don't understand how as a black person, <laughs> you don't. But this also led to another joke where like people don't always immediately realize that my wife is black when they see her. So I was like, they think she like Tia, Tia Carrere. Yeah. <laughs> She's exotic. <laughs> so, so maybe she doesn't. So Kevin Samuels is not talking about her. So I just, so Kevin Samuels, is a, uh, by his own definition, an image consultant. Nobody knows can, what his actual Can I tell is. you what I thought Kevin Samuels was? Okay. As somebody on the very outside of this, I thought Kevin Samuels was like, <laughs> I thought he was like Maury, where it was like tricking people who definitely shouldn't be interacting in a public space about their dirty laundry into like having him or like a judge Joe Brown or like somebody or, or like a judge Judy, some, because there's great entertainment in telling people off. So people like volunteering to get told off on some level. That is also why Dave Ramsey is popular. Not because his advice is good, but because you like to hear people call Dave Ramsey and be like, uh, I have $5. Should I spend it on pizza or put it in the bank? <laughs> <laughs> 
and then he'll be like, are you dumb? Like, and, and I think like, especially passive aggressive people, especially people who don't feel like they can say all the things that are on their mind. They really gravitate toward that. So I thought Kevin Samuels was like a black Dave Ramsey type to where like people just wanted to hear other people get told off. Oh, okay. But people are like real so, mad. If Dave Ramsey died, I don't think people would be this mad. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Kevin Samuels is by his definition is an image consultant. I don't know anybody that knows what he actually does to be gainfully employed. He goes on Instagram live. He dresses up in suits. Like he's a well-dressed, well-dressed, well-groomed older man, salt and pepper hair. He was 56 years old when he died. So he has twice been divorced that like, this is very important inf- information. Sing like how Dave Ramsey has declared bankruptcy. <laughs> I see where we're going here. Now, except for Dave, Dave Ramsey did the bankruptcy thing to figure out how to do everything better. But maybe Kevin Sam. <laughs> I, okay. I was like, damn. Um, <laughs> so, so Kevin Samuels, he get, gets on it. He tells quote unquote, the truth to, to women about how to have healthy relationships and especially how to get a high value man. He's on like the alpha male beta male stuff. Okay. Which we've discussed on this show is absolute bullshit. Yeah. So (laughs) because beta beta means like second baddest wolf. (laughs) Yeah. So he is so. And then he just last week told, said that women, so that in China, he said that in China, women who are over 27 are called leftover women in their, in their language. And they are, uh, and there's a push by the government to get them married. So he was like, okay, I was thinking about who are the leftover women in the United States. He was like 35 years old, unmarried. And a man automatically thinks like, there must be something wrong with, with her. So he was like, if you're a leftover woman, you have to either share a man or lower your standards dramatically. Cause you guys are trying to do too much. Like, so there were, and when he asked, when they, when women sign up to get advice from him, he would be like, why, okay, what size are you? What what size clothes do you wear? Oh, I oh I see your face. You're about a five, so you need to be doing this, 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 and this. So he would and women sign up for this. He his Instagram lives are like the last one was 199 minutes long. And people are on there the whole time. And this woman was on there who's married, who lost a high value man. And then she came on and was like, how do I get him back? And then he was like something. And she was like, yeah, yeah, my husband. He was like, wait, what? You're married? So it it's a complete drama. He embarrasses people. But he also, like, this is the tough part about Kevin Samuels, is that there are some things that he says that are spot on. And some things that he says that are absolute, like, you just want to, like, fold him up in a pretzel and throw him in a box and throw him to, to the bottom of the ocean. So, so his isn't, death what, was very polarizing in the black community because I don't think white people know who he, who he is. I don't even think TMZ reported on his death d- despite him being super famous in the black community. Well, he's been trending for over a day and is the 
most polarizing concepts I've ever seen. And I didn't even know he was big like that, but I always thought that it was entertaining. Oh, I TM- never- TMZ did report on it. And sorry, he wasn't 57. He was 50. He was 56 and he actually died. Uh, so a woman who said that she met Kevin on Wednesday night and then she spent the night with him at his place in Atlanta. She so happens to be a nurse and she said that he started to complain of chest pains on Thursday morning. She tried to help him. He fell on top of her and she called 911 and uh, got a defibrillator from the front desk of the apartment building, but she couldn't revive him. That's horrible. That's horrible. I see. I, I don't know him, but I, just, I see okay. a lot of people that seem Have very, very angry. Future and worse? I, so Future just has a song called Worst Day. And there's a video okay. for it. And Kevin Samuels is the guy talking to him when when he's like, yo, how much money did you spend on women last last year? And he was like, oh, 25. And he's like, or like, and he was like, oh, 20, 25,000 isn't that much. And Future's like, oh, no, no, or he's like 12 or something like that. And he's like, oh, that, that's not bad. He was like, nah, a million. And he's like, oh, huh. <laughs> I think, uh, well, so I don't know. I don't know if he's supposed to be like the face of misogyny or whatever, but like I, I assumed he was an entertainment figure, not meant to be taken seriously, like a Howard Stern. No, he um, created his own brand, bro. Kevin, but it's it, not. It, it's not it, actors. No. It's not actors like morning radio that are no. calling in with made up stories. No, bro. Like no. second date update or War of the Roses, because all that shit's fake. No, no. And and Ryan's Roses is not fake. Just so you know. Okay. <laughs> what I just want to know: What do you think those people from Second City do for a day job? <laughs> those okay. improv actors. Okay. <laughs> they work in call centers. Yeah. So, so Kevin Samuels was on the verge. I'm telling you, he was gaining enough traction in the last year. He was going to have his own talk show, like real, like big production, in short order, bro. I promise like, you that. Like a male Wendy Williams. Yes. But but would you have, but, would you have but watched it? Digital, yeah, but not on regular tele, television because it would get it would get described as misogyny and patriarchy and all of that. So he would have had to been digital. But his show, bro, people would have paid to put, uh, see his show. I promise you that. I just I, I just don't know how he get the people. audience of women that want to call in and get told off. I just don't don't get it because his advice works for some of them. And he's not. And people people are really just out there seeking. Yes. They just need somebody's help. And it's cheaper. It's cheaper than therapy. Yeah. (laughs) And and he gives them the tough love that they that they're desiring. And and my guess is that it's mostly popular with the people that are the, uh, the I'm glad someone said it crowd. Yes. Boom. The I'm glad someone said it crowd is annoying to me because just say it. Yep. All right. Last thing we got up to today. It is Ralph's 16th anniversary. Congratulations on making it 16 years, bro. <laughs> Thank you. Marriage is tough. Uh, it but, is. And anybody who's been married, like they always are like, yo, it's the most amazing and terrible thing at the same time. Sometimes it is fantastically terrible but but you would rather have done it than not so i ended up jotting down a few things um 
that I, not like what the keys to marriage are, but just a, a few things that I've personally learned. And I want to read you a couple of them and you tell me if you think that they hold true okay. or not, or if okay. you, you disagree in some way. Um, number one, the biggest one is happy wife, happy life is one of those things that kind of like makes sense uh, until it's put into practice, like uh, communism. <laughs> uh, it's like, it, because to me, it's a form of codependency. Like you're saying that like, we will not have a good day unless you're having a good day, but some days are just average. Like they're not unhappy. They're not hollow. They're yeah. not bad. They're just not happy. Yeah. And so like putting that much pressure on somebody to always be on in order for you to be on is, is a recipe for disaster, but it sounds good. And you hear people say it all the time. Some people jokingly is like a, well, I've given up. So as long as she's happy, we're good. But like the, if you actually operate by that, you will ruin your life. 100%. You are 100% okay. right about that. Uh, this is my biggest one. This is the one I believe like deep down into my core um, that uh, um, we're talking about practice. Practice, man. We're talking about practice. Love's not a game. It's practice. Uh, you, there's, there's no score. Like if you're keeping track or keeping tallies of rights and wrongs, keeping a record of who's doing better or whatever, um, you're, you're probably messing up. Um, it's just, it's, it's ultimate participation trophy thing. Like we rail against participation trophies as a society, but like marriage is a participation trophy. Cause that's all you get credit for is showing up. Yep. No winning. Cause if you win, that means they lose, which yep. means you lose. Yep. Bro, you, you are, you are over here. The Dave Ramsey of relationship advice right now. You, you need to replace <laughs> Kevin Samuel. <laughs> that would be me just telling black women what to do. <laughs> what? <laughs> that I would, I would imagine that would not make my life better. Um, uh, I'll give you one more. I'll give you okay. one more. Um, I would say that one thing that I've learned is that you <laughs> should be sick of your spouse because you have cell phones. Like your <laughs> parents, grandparents that were married for 55, 60 years went nine hours at a time, just not even knowing where the other person was like, why do you think so many people in the fifties had secret families? Because they could <laughs> like, but like we, so, and especially like the last two, three years you spent, you, you both work from home. You spent every single oh day together. God. Only time you're apart, you're on a home Depot run. And then you end up exchanging 17 texts back and forth on whether or not you got the list, right? Like, of course you are sick of each Holy other. Smoke, of course, bro. every modern married year has got to be like five years. And so I think that if you, you should be able oh to count God. the pandemic so as 10 years of marriage, five years. Well, and yes. then if, and then 45, when you count. The pandemic. <laughs> yeah, I would say, so I would say that if, if the pan, if the pandemic year is 10 years, then this is my 36th anniversary <laughs> and not my 16th, but, but I do think I do think it is important to remember that you can't compare yourself to your parents because they they didn't have this much access to each other, like they didn't ha literally had a whole life that they lived and then came home and got to share with that person. There's not you know, a lot of separate you lives. Know what being I want right to do right right now, I want to start a new podcast, bro. Just of just like relationship advice of dad dad slash husband advice, where like people call in and leave voicemails and then we uh 
answered him like a like a dear Abby. Some of them, I so I'm part of like a dad uh, group on Facebook that I've been part of. the The founder got a bunch of people together in a group, and then he passed away, and we all just kind of stuck around in the group as a, a way to honor the guy who founded the group, right? And some of the stuff that the guys come in there asking for advice on is like, I don't know if I could. Like, oh I think I would God, just start dude. crying. <laughs> dude, I, I want to do this. I want to do this. Oh, my God. The, like, a, the, like a dad vice thing? Yes. Oh, God, I love <laughs> it. I love it. I'm but, you know, I'm probably not I'm not I'm not going to be the one to tell it like I, I, I will tell you what I think, but I'm not going to be the one to be like, well, that's because you're a five. <laughs> Hey, bro, you got, we got to keep it one undone, bro. All right, uh, you guys, that's Reister wrong. I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Hampton. Peace. Catch you guys later. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.